We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey, Jen, you see they're clearing out that monorail card over there. Who do you think's coming? Is that a celebrity? <gasps> do you see? Do you see that crowd coming? Oh, my God. Who is it? Who is it? Is that John Stamos? Alex, do you see it? Alex. Alex, wake up, man. Wake up. Welcome to episode 74 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the His on Backlot Express. So before we get started in the history, I just want to say we made some changes to our Patreon tiers. And now for $2, just for $2, you can go ahead and get early access to episodes in our Discord chat and some extra content that we're doing. And uh, of course, you know, $2 a month doesn't get you entered into the drawings. We do monthly drawings and we give away wax melts mm-hmm. and we give away, you know, I think we, one time we gave away like a coffee mug and we give away some really cool stuff, right? Yep. Uh, obviously, the more patrons we have, the cooler stuff that we're going to be, be able to give away. Right. This month, right, for new Patreons for November and December, Yes. Um, we're going to be actually donating to the, what are we going to be donating to, Alex? Called the Cast Member Pantry. So there's a uh, Facebook page. You can type in castmemberpantry.com, and it's a group of organization who is receiving food um, and funds in order to give food to cast members who were laid off recently. There's a giant layoff in Disney World. Um, there has been layoffs in Disneyland. Cast Member Pantry is helping keep food on the table for these cast members who recently lost their jobs. Uh, we're going to be giving anyone who signs up with Patreon between November and December the money you sign up with will be going straight to Cast Member Pantry. Yep, and we're also going to be donating some money to Cast Member Pantry. Uh, you know, hopefully this is not this is something that's temporary. Hopefully these cast members come back. You know, because a lot of, we're going to talk more about it in the news later on about exactly what happened. But a lot of our show, some of our favorite shows mm-hmm. are have been affected. So, what do you guys think of Backlot Express, Jen? What do you think of it? Um, I feel like it's, it's one of my go-to quick service restaurants when we're at studios. It's it's usually between that and well, the commissary before they changed everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. It's definitely one of my go-to also. It's not one of those that, you know, you don't need to have a a reservation for this restaurant. You know, you can just go there. It's quick service, right? It's not like the best food, but it's. I think it's good, right? I think I like the whole theme of it, which we're going to talk about today. One of my favorite things about this restaurant is that it has free refills, so you can just get free refills there. Usually, though, when you go out to restaurants, they'll give you the refills. I think, right, Jen? If you go up to like the place and be like, "Hey, can I get a refill?" Well, for a long time, you could go up to counter service and any of the counter service restaurants and get. Um, Ice water. I don't know about refills. I think that's only at the restaurants where you specifically have, you know, the fountains. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I de- definitely one of my go to. Like, I would say when we're not eating at prime time and we're not eating at Sci Fi Restaurant, we are eating at Backlot when we go there. How about you, Alex? What do you think? Yeah, Backlot's my favorite place to eat at. You know me, Christina probably hates hearing this all the time, but I'm cheap, so I don't love going to a sit down restaurants if I don't have to. <laughs> So and we we try to fit a lot into a day 
and leave the parks early. So we don't have time to go sit down in a restaurant and wait for uh, a scene and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we love Backlog Express. It's one of our favorites. Uh, the location is nice. I like where it is. You know, reading through the history, I never really paid attention to the decor. Yeah, yeah. I never did. Never? Like, never. I've, oh, my I've gosh, man. Really? I mean, if you asked me what it looked like, I'd say it's just like gray concrete, right? That's all it looks like to me. But I never paid attention to the decor. I don't know uh-huh. why. I just... As, you know what it is? I'm too focused on putting food in my mouth. Probably. That's probably what it is So for I can't sure. look around while I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what's happening. And I do love the free refills because, I mean, free refills, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I kind of feel the same way as far as, you know, when doing the research and doing the history on this restaurant, there were so many things that I had never paid attention to. And and part of the research, I found pictures, you know, of the way that it used to be. And it's like, wow, I, I really didn't realize all of this. You know, you just see it's just kind of like a, a cluttered, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, it's Disney and everything has meaning, but uh-huh. still. Yeah. You just didn't pay attention to the stuff. And now that it's changed, it's kind of sad. I wish I had paid more attention. <laughs> yeah, trust me, we'll be going back there. So let's, do you think we should give this restaurant a rating? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. So, uh, you know, once again, this is not like the best food. It's it's good food, right? Uh, but it's not nothing really like it's it, you really can't compare it to primetime. So how mm-hmm, are you going to rate no. this restaurant, though? I mean, I'm going to rate it on all fast restaurants. Okay. Any, any places where I can walk up and get food and sit down and eat. That's what I'm comparing it to. Okay. So, so Alex, what are you going to rate it? I'm going to give this restaurant an eight. An eight? Yeah. Wow. How about you, Jen? What are you going to rate it? Mm, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of just, you know, typical theme park food. Oh, it, it's it. there just to eat. It's not like anything I love. So I'm going to give it a six. Six? Okay. I'm going to go ahead and give it a seven right in the middle there between you two. Uh, it's, I mean, it's our go-to restaurant at Hollywood Studios. Uh, but I wouldn't say, I mean, you can get that burger anywhere pretty much. That's fine. But I like getting it there. Oh, yeah. I hear you for sure. Let's get to the his on Backlot Express. Another DJ Saucy Diner. The Backlot Express is a quick service eatery located between the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular and Star Tours. It opened to the public on May 1989. The restaurant is a Disney MGM Studios original, and the immense attention to detail was clearly obvious in its original form. The slogan of Backlot Express is a warehouse of good eating. And this idea is that it serves as a backlot warehouse for Disney's Hollywood Studios, storing movie props and production items, including paint, sculptures, props, backgrounds, stunt gear, and all sorts of other items. The decor of the restaurant was scaled back in 2019 in preparation for the influx of crowds wanting to visit Galaxy's Edge. I was talking to Joe earlier about Backlot Express, and it's been between two things that we've done episodes on. So I had an idea that what you do is you listen to episode three, which is Star yeah. Tours. Then you listen to this Backlot Express while you eat lunch. Then you listen to episode 22, Indiana Jones episode. Just like if you were in the park. You go to Indiana Jones, you eat lunch, then you go to Star Tours. Star Tours, eat lunch, or Indiana Jones. It's perfect. <laughs> so you're going to listen to when you're eating? Yeah. I listen to podcasts while I eat lunch. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, because there is... One of the cool things about this show is you can go ahead and li- you can listen to it and really pick up on a lot of stuff, right? So when you're actually going to the through the queue, you know, like in the Star um, Star Tours episode, we're talking about Patrick Warburton, right? Is that his, I think that's his name, Patrick Warburton. Is that his name, Jen? 
That's I'm the guy. Sure that's the guy from Soren. You know, the guy who's like the host of Soren. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he does a couple of voices on uh, on that on the on the queue, right? For some of the robots. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can pick up some really cool like tips and kind of like little Easter eggs on those those rides. Uh, you know, we kind of talk about. There's a lot of themed foods at this restaurant. Hey, did you guys know that? I did not really know that. Not really. Jen, you know that? Well, it's changed recently because they've incorporated more um, Star Wars because of the opening of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of like Star Wars themed food there. Right. And uh, usually there's some, you know, something there's some really good desserts there. I'm not sure if you guys have noticed that. Have you guys noticed the the desserts that they have there? I don't buy desserts. We had oh. one. I think the last time we were all there together, didn't we? Got the um, Darth Vader cupcake. Pro- probably, man. But they have some really good desserts there too. I would say those desserts are just as good as some of the desserts that you can find in bake uh, in the bakeries around Whoa. the area. Yeah, I'm telling you, right? Like Whoa. the bakeries at Magic Kingdom. Wouldn't you say, Jen? Well, I no, I don't know about that. That's that that uh, that's a stretch. Oh come on! I mean that. The desserts that they have there are really well done, right? I would say they look just as good as, you know, we had that one dessert over at Magic Kingdom, and it's like the the the, the witches, the evil queen's a, like apple, right? It's like an apple. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would say that that dessert, the desserts that they have there look just as good as those desserts that you can pick up over that Starbucks on Main Street by far. Mm, you don't think so? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, well, I mean, and they, and they, and they usually there's a lot of cool, uh, like, I remember the one time I had a burger there, and it was like, it had like the uh, Death Star on it or something like that. That was really cool. I don't remember that. Yeah, man. I think the burger was like all, like the bun, right? It was uh-huh. like all black. Like the burger was black. I remember some I mean, the, the, burn, uh, the bun was black. Right, right. Yeah, so it was like, like a Death Star type of thing. It was, it was cool. I feel like I remember that. Yeah, and then also, I think that we once got a BB-8 drink souvenir cup there, but usually get and those everywhere. that drink cup is still in my drink cup cabinet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you got it there. So it's uh, it's a pretty cool little drink cup. So, I mean, it's right in between, like, Star Wars, Indiana Jones. It's very, you know, they have, there's a lot of Star Wars-themed food, and I believe that they had other themed food there also. As previously decorated, you would enter the restaurant through the main factory entrance. If you looked up when walking through the main doors, you could have seen signs indicating various departments of the shop. Through these doors, you'll find the largest dining room. There is a roof over most of this area, but it is considered outside eating. The attention to detail was amazing. This area was staged to appear as part of the buildings used by the paint department. Scattered around a work table are a number of projects currently under development. One specific example was a small piece of wood in the process of being transformed to look like the spines of several old books. There was also a forklift carrying two barrels of pigment. If you study the containers closely, you'll notice the colors are very appropriate for a counter-service restaurant. If you looked at the ground, you can see three different styles of pavement the prop department could recreate. The tables and chairs in that area were a mismatched collection, presumably because this was a warehouse. An old furnace and boiler sit nearby, once used to power much of the factory. So we kind of mentioned this early, very, very cool environment, right? Yeah, it is cool. Yeah, a lot, a lot to look at. There's, you know, I almost every single time that we go there, and I would say we go there almost every time. You know, one, pre-COVID, we were going, uh, you know, Hollywood Studios at least, I would say, once a month, mm-hmm. right? And we were probably eating there, I would say, at least once a month. And almost every time, there was something new to look at. 
I remember the the forklift and, you know, a couple other things that we talk about in a few minutes. You don't, it's, it's sad that you don't really pay attention to things until like, you don't always just pay attention. And it's, it was really cool to kind of see how much everything got put together like that. Mm-hmm. You know, how yeah. it, it, how it really made it like it was immersive. Yeah. Yeah. For- yeah. One thing I do remember is the the way it's set up. Like it's a kind of like a U shape. The the restaurant. Yeah. And you, and the middle part is is considered outside eating, but there's like a big uh, cover there as well. So that's kind of cool the way they set up. Yeah. Don't you go downstairs too? Yeah, you do have to go downstairs. So that's cool. Like it's, it's kind of interesting. You said you said this like U shaped, right? Because mm-hmm. that's how. I remember a couple of weeks ago we did Animal Kingdom Lodge, the uh-huh. hotel, and that's U shaped also. Yeah. Right. I, I think that's kind of interesting. Maybe because you know you have a lot to look at. Animal Kingdom, Animal Kingdom Lodge is a lot to look at. So maybe they use that same design type of thing. Well, you know this was made. This restaurant was there before Animal Kingdom Lodge. You know one of the reasons why maybe I notice a lot of stuff is because usually when we go out to eat as a family, my wife she's the one that go gets the food mm-hmm. because you know if I mess up it's the end of the world, right? right if I mess right. up the orders, the end of the world. So I'm like, listen, <laughs> I don't care if you mess up. If you get something, whatever, I'll eat it. Does make you know people make mistakes? You go get the food, right? Yeah. I'm gonna sit here with. Are uh, with Nick, right? So she goes to get the food, and then usually I'm the one sitting guarding the table, right? right? And so I'm checking out everything. I'm like, hey, check that out, Nick. Look at that. Look at this. And we're looking at everything. And uh, so maybe that's the reason why I kind of, you know, recognize some of the things that you're talking about in this p- little piece of history. Yeah, you I'm know? too busy sleeping. <laughs> as soon as I sit down, take a little nap. As soon as you sit down, you even eat. Is taking that? Well, I'm waiting for my food to come. What's the reason of you not getting food? Is there? Well. No, I'm waiting for Christina to bring the food because she gets the food. Okay. Same exact reason. I can't mess anything up. That'd be that'd be <laughs> terrible. And I mess things up a lot. So <laughs> when you have older kids, they're the ones that go sit at the table oh, while yeah. you both of both of us get the food. Because okay. now we have older kids, older appetites, more food. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Past the paint department, you'll find the entrance into the food ordering area of the restaurant. To the left, we find the automotive and stunt section of the warehouse. In one section of the shop, you could discover a number of auto parts and tools scattered around the room. You also find the time clock where workers punch in and out at the beginning and end of their shifts. In one corner of the room, the stunt office can be found. Above the stunt office is a hovercraft that was seen in the Mesa Verde farming scene that was a part of the Old Horizons attraction. This is where the stunt coordinator will meticulously plan and choreograph the film's feats of daring do. On the other side of the room, a large chalkboard is used to teach the stunts to the stuntmen and women. Scattered around the room and hanging from the ceiling are a number of vehicles used in various action-packed scenes. Attached to the wall is a bulletin board with photographs of past stunts. The beverage and condiment station in this area was designed into automotive tool chests. So, you know, I've been to this restaurant with you. I've been to it with Jen and her family. I think we've all been to it together. Yeah. Right. And so this little mm-hmm. area that we're talking about in this little piece of history, I'm not sure who it was with. It, was with. it might have been both you guys or this one of you guys. But remember that one time we were there and we thought someone like they, they this area that they're talking about, they had it closed off for something, some kind of event. And we were trying to wonder if like a, a celebrity was going to be eating there. Was that with either of you? I don't remember that. You don't remember? You don't remember anything. Jen, yeah. Jen do you remember? It's true. 
So I feel like that's vaguely familiar and that you should have asked me before so I could check with my memory because he's the one that remembers everything. <laughs> we, we, we were sitting there. We're like, oh, who's going to eat here? Who's going to eat here? But if, if I think it ended up being like some kind of special group, like a tour group that Hollywood Studios had going on, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because like, you know, we were because some workers were coming in uh-huh. and they were checking in. You can kind of see where they're checking in, I think, when they're when they're going into that restaurant, you know? The Backlot Express, and so I was like, "Hey, I went to go talk to one of them. I was like, hey, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And like, why are you having this like little area closed off? Is it gonna be like <laughs> Ryan Reynolds gonna come by and uh, is he gonna yeah, eat here R- with his family? Ryan Reynolds, he's like, you know what? I want to eat Backlot Express. Make that happen for me. Uh, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the more that you talk about this, the more I remember this because I could completely see the scenario where we're getting all excited like that time that we <laughs> ate in china and yeah, then well, neil patrick harris was there he was like, like right getting before all worked us. up he was like right before us right yeah yeah neil patrick harris. yeah so i mean they go to you know it could be ryan reynolds <laughs> but but you can see it right you can see i can see you and i feeding off of each other because oh, no, no, that's what it. we do in our families like yeah. oh my god who's coming yeah, who who's is coming? it Ooh, who it you is know. yeah <laughs> it's bob Iger. <laughs> oh, it could have been John Stamos. John Stamos loves Disney. You know oh, he has. Yeah, he uh, does love Disney. You know he has an elf, uh, one of the Dumbo elephants in his house. I do know that. And he has the Disney D in his backyard. You can see from Google Earth. Yeah, from Google Earth. Yeah. No way. Yeah, man, you can see it. I promise. Like Look you it up. Zoom in. Yeah, you can zoom in and see the Disney D at John Stamos's house. He has it laying flat on the ground. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to become friends with him so we, maybe he can give it to us. I mean, we can I have think... it right here in front of our door, and people have to walk through the D to get into our studio. Getting back to this, Sorry. think about this. Okay, so Alex, so two out of three of us yeah. have said that we have been blissfully unaware of the amount of detail that is in this restaurant. Mm-hmm. So how much do you think, how many people do you think have come in here or when it was, you know, as themed as it was, how many people come in and really pay attention to the theming of the restaurant and how many people just come in and shovel food in their mouth and like i think a lot of people look around the restaurant because they're waiting they're waiting for their food so why not you know one of the one of the cool things about disney restaurants you're sitting there waiting for your food you have so many different things to look at so i think a lot of people actually do sit and enjoy that's my opinion though i think i think the difference with me i know for sure is that i'm at disney so often that i stopped paying attention to the everything and backlog express is something that if we're like oh we're going to a restaurant like we're going to a restaurant you're going to uh, to sci-fi cafe, sci-fi restaurant, yeah, restaurant, you know. But this is just a quick stop, so I'm not really paying attention to what's around me because what do you? I'm there all the time, and you're like just sleeping. That's well, what I you're mean, doing. Yeah, I mean, if I can, yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't understand. We need to like re- switch our ages. <laughs> why? Because like, why are you always sleeping? Because I'm always tired. It doesn't matter how much I sleep, though. That's the unfortunate <laughs> thing. If I sleep more at night, I'm more tired than the day. That's true. No, it happens to me too. <laughs> to the right of the ordering counter is a large mural painted on canvas. Scenes like these are often used on movie sets to represent the background in a shot. As you have probably figured out, this area is part of the paint department. In the corner of the room is the paint department office. Inside, you can see paint chips, diagrams, and schedules. Next to the office is a sink for the washing of brushes and paint trays. On the wall were samples of surfaces that can be recreated in paint, a significantly cheaper way of creating textures. The last dining room is found among the many plaster castings that are used in the movies. Similar to using paint to recreate flat surfaces, plaster is an inexpensive way of duplicating three-dimensional objects.
Oh, so yeah. So there is a lot of seating at this restaurant. I there, like. there is, and and you know what it is? I don't think I've ever seen all of the restaurants because there's not. It's never that busy. Uh huh. I've never been there where I was like, man, I can't find a spot. That's never happened to me. What do you think, Jenny? About to say something? Really? Nope. I've I've been there when it's been busy, but I wonder is this part of the reason why it's what it's our go-to restaurant because there's so much seating that you almost feel like you're guaranteed to get a spot because that's always an underlying concern right right i mean this is why my family we try to eat off times you know like or we'll do lunch either really early or we'll really late just because we don't want to have to we've all done it where we've been hovering you know, yeah. over somebody who's finishing up eating and you're sitting there and you're going, <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness, hurry up. Do you really need to sit and drink your drink and talk? Come on. <laughs> like, can't you see me standing here? And yeah. so we try to solve that by going on off times. Yeah. But because there's so much seating in this restaurant, I mean, it, it almost feels like, yeah, we're good to go here because I know we'll be able to find a place to sit. Yeah. And you know, that's one of the benefits of going a lot is because you kind of pick up on these tips and tricks uh, after going so much. That you're not going to these restaurants where you're hovering and, you know, you're stressed out. You're trying to, because, you know, that's why I cannot even imagine being like a family. I can't imagine. Being a family going here once, you know, once every 10 years or once every five years oh and how gosh. stressful it might, it, you know, must be. But the good news is this, is that there's podcasts all over the place and there's websites and there's the internet where you can do research to kind of better understand what to do to make your trip less stressful, right? And there's books, for example, um, you know, Trisha Dabb's books on mm -hmm. uh, all of her books about Disney, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All those books yeah. are great to kind of help you better, uh, you know, make your trip less stressful because it's stressful. Sometimes it's even stressful for, for me, I right? I know, yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine going there for three days and trying to fit everything into it. It's, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, yeah. So like Jen was saying, like this is a good restaurant to go to where you know it's not going to be as busy mm. right it's gonna be it's gonna be good it's gonna be good for you and it's a good family restaurant it's not gonna break your bank we're gonna be playing the game take a guess later where mm -hmm. we're gonna guess some of the prices of the of the you know of the meals yeah uh, it's not gonna break your bank no. uh so and it's right next to star tours yeah it's right next to star tours you can go ahead and when you're waiting for your fast pass to go on star tours you can uh you know Get a bite. yep or you can go ahead and eat your food and indiana jones stunt spectacular is right over there so yep. you can go and kind of like nap it off your food. You know, you, you don't want to go ahead after you eat. I don't want to walk around. Yeah, you don't want to walk no, around. You so you can go down, right to watch a show. Yeah, watch a show and you have those huge fans. Oh, yeah. Those huge fans so you can cool off and relax. If you want if you want a stressful Disney trip, wait till we go to Disneyland. Why? That's a stressful trip. Why is Disneyland well, a stressful trip? Because you well, don't go there often. Because it's because you're the tourist now. Yeah, you're the tourist. Yeah, but we're with you. And you guys know what to do. But you still have to fit everything in. We're just going to follow what they're doing. But now you're putting all the stress on the gin. That's all right. <laughs> Joe's experienced that stress cause, before. Cause rise yeah. resistance. So now she's going to be worried oh, about Joe and Mel getting everything they want. Rise of, of the, uh -huh. rise of the resistance. Oh, that's, that's a memory. When we do Rise of the Resistance, we're going to go ahead and share that memory. <laughs> <laughs> I've still haven't been on it. Oh, my gosh. I know. It stinks. That was the most stressful morning. <laughs> Why? We had no reason to be stressed. You're like worried about all of us trying to get us on. <laughs> we got to ride it, right? We did. <laughs> One and only time. Trev, the trivia man, is in chat right now. He's saying, I remember that. That was scary. Facts. And then he's saying, it was fine. It was fine. We all got to ride it. And it didn't break down when we were on it, right? We got to see the whole thing, I think. Listen, 
my, when my sister comes to Disney, to, she comes to Disney world, she has this whole agenda that she runs and she does it, you know, kind of crazy like that. And I used to laugh at her until I started going over to Disneyland and then I turned into her. And so I'm just warning you, it is, it's a, you know, you want to see it all. I'm going to help you see it all, but you're going to move. Yeah. But you know, we were going to go this summer to Disneyland and it doesn't look like we, I mean, who knows what's going to happen this summer. Hopefully we get to Olani. Right. That's, that was our big trip. It was for us to go to Olani. I'm not even sure if Disneyland's going to be open by then. Yeah. Uh, so right. well, whatever happens, happens. If not, we get to go another time. I'm sure. Well, you know, our goal, you know, we we travel a lot as families. And that's one of the benefits of having Jen here on the show is that we try, we go everywhere to Disney. We pretty much go almost everywhere together when we do travel. And mm-hmm. so it's a lot of fun. And I know we talked about this before. We have plans to go to all the parks. And uh, so hopefully we get to Eventually, go. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. When Disney MGM Studios opened in 1989, there was a large presence from the film Who Framed Roger Rabbit in the park. The Backlot Express was included in that display, having the police paddy wagon used by the weasels in the movie. Another prop from Who Framed Roger Rabbit was located inside. This was a small vehicle driven by actor Bob Hoskins, Eddie Valiant, when he was driving Benny the cab. Pictures above the vehicle depict what Bob looked like in real life, and then how he looked after Benny was animated around him. So um, this is one. I wish this was still there, man. I wish they still had Roger Rabbit stuff around the parks. I know it's not really relevant, I guess you can say, right? It's relevant. I like him. Yeah, but I love the car. This was like one of my, he's one of my favorite characters in the movie is the car. Oh, really? Yeah, because grow. oh, now we're talking about this. Okay. Actually, you know, uh, so one of my, one of the games I really enjoyed playing growing up was Who Framed Roger Rabbit on Nintendo, on the original Nintendo. You guys remember that game? I don't know anything about that. No, not at all. So there was a... So like a the, knockoff version or no, something? No, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. What are you talking about knockoff version? It was like a, a Disney-made game for Nintendo. Okay. I never played it. Okay, well, here's the good news, my friends. Okay, now listen <laughs> to this, okay? On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm thinking about starting to stream Disney games on Twitch. Uh-huh. So I'm going to stream like the Aladdin game from like Sega. Love that game. Right? The Lion King. Love that game. I'm going to try to beat all these games. What's another one that's really good? Uh, the Toy Story game. Like I have these games, yeah. right? And I also have the Who Framed Roger Rabbit game. Mm-hmm. So I can stream that game. So if you want to find me, I'm thinking of streaming at 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Twitch. Uh, so don't actually take 8 p.m. for sure. Set in stone. But I'm going <laughs> to, I'll trust on social media, I'll let you guys know when I'm streaming. Right, I'm going to play these really old Disney games, maybe some new ones also, like Kingdom Hearts and stuff yeah. like that. But the point is this, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I, you were able, at one point in the game, to drive around in this car. Oh, really? Yeah, you were able to drive around in the car with Benny, right? It was yeah. his name, right? So you can drive around in Benny. And it's imagine, like, you know, uh, it was fun to drive around in the car for me <laughs> as, like, a, you know, like a seven, eight-year-old, right? Uh, we'll so. see if it holds up. What, the game? Oh, the game's definitely not going to hold up, trust me. <laughs> it's definitely not going to hold up. Uh, but still, it's gonna be fun to watch because I'm, I'm, I'm. Hopefully, some of our listeners have memories of playing that game growing up. Uh, but I hope. I wish this car was still there in the in the back backlot express. Right? It was saying that. Um, it was it, pictures and stuff. Yeah. So. Do you remember it? Do you remember seeing it? Because I do. I don't. I don't remember it. I do, and I have, and now I'm going to have to try to find it. So the reason that the you know MGM was so heavy with Roger Rabbit memorabilia and props and whatever is because that was the movie that had come out right around that time. Mm-hmm. And so I actually have one of the oldest pictures that I have of my brother and I at MGM was sitting in the um, the Weasel's car. So oh, now so I'll have cool. to try to find it somewhere because it's pretty funny. Yeah, you need to go and get that. 
that I love the puzzles. It's um, but that's why there was so much of that memorabilia from that particular movie, just because it was relevant. So um, and then, you know, things lose popularity, kind of go into obscurity for a little while. And so I'm sure, you know, that's part of the reason why things just kind of get removed. Mm-hmm. And um, yep. and then also, you know, because of the influx of people coming in for Galaxy's Edge, yep. they needed as much space as possible. Yeah, and actually, Steve just mentioned in our Discord chat that, uh, you know, we did Who Framed Roger Rabbit, episode 15, History. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Joey was on that episode. I was going to talk. You know, we're talking about all this, like, memorabilia and stuff that are in the parks. Yeah. There's still Who Framed Roger Rabbit memorabilia over in Primetime Cafe, the little bar right next to it. Remember he talked about, like, you can see, like, the um, Roger kind of running through the glass or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he mentioned it in the episode. There's isn't there there's a window. There's a second story window yep. for um like the Valiant Detective Agency or something like that. Mm, yep. Nice. So he's there. It's pretty cool. So if you want to listen to the episode and find out more about that. But yeah, who framed Roger Rabbit? I think that'll be a cool one to kind of bring back around. Yeah. Like uh, no, not not I'm mean, talking about for them to redo like, you know, who framed Roger like Rabbit. Remake it? Yeah, remake it or something. I think that'll be a cool one because there's so much I mean the technology is so much better now. Right. Right. And if you watch that, and of course that film won a lot of awards mm-hmm. but if you watch it there's mistakes all over the place because right. it was such a hard thing you know to kind of accomplish at that time period now though it would be it'd easy. be simple yeah exactly a lot simpler yep and they did put a lot of money into it which is probably why they tried to put it all over the parks because they're like well we put a lot of money into this we needed to make it a thing well yeah they put a lot of money <laughs> in it, but it, i mean it paid off because it's a uh, uh it was a thing it, right it was, was it really popular when it came out yeah man it, was. it didn't I mean, bomb, that's, right that, that was like one of the first movies where not where i guess not but what, what was the first movie of the animated what? in with people, yeah, but no, that wasn't about the though. blending of animation and live action. Yeah, but that's not it though, because Mary Poppins and stuff like that. But I think yeah. that was one of the, I don't know. We I have to go back and listen to history too and listen <laughs> to that episode. <laughs> we did history auto. We just don't remember. The Backlot Express is currently open serving lunch and dinner options. The menu consists of a mix of traditional theme park food burgers, and sandwiches, along with healthier options, including salads and non-fried foods. Star Wars-themed menu items are available for purchase, including a Wookiee cookie. There is a large allergen-friendly menu on request, and alcoholic beverages including beer, wine, and mixed drinks are available for purchase. Mobile ordering is available as a time saver at Backlot. Mobile ordering is a time saver everywhere dude it's a bomb diggity everyone needs if you're going to disney right this is one of those this is one of those tips right there that's gonna make it less stressful for you it's a hack it is a hack mobile ordering by far you need to do it because it's gonna save you so much time Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so yeah i think we've even done mobile ordering at this restaurant before it's so cool to be walking around you put your order in boom you just go pick it up you don't have to wait in line you know you can just go kind of you have your someone in your family go grab a seat and then you go get the food, which is should be almost pretty much ready, you know, and you go eat. Uh, it's a great time saver. I mean, it's great. Well, and, you know, they're actually kind of pushing the mobile ordering because when we were at Magic Kingdom last week, they um, a lot of the restaurants were really, you know, they have big QR code signs out front. You know, they wanted you to go ahead and scan and order. And then when your order was ready, you were allowed to go into the restaurant to pick it up just to kind of minimize the traffic in there. So, I mean, if you really pushed, you could go in and do that, you know, face to face ordering. But they were really discouraging that just because, you know, of the climate that we're in right now right take a guess take a guess put your knowledge to the test 
So take a guess is when I list an item and you are going to guess the pricing. So we've done things like we can do hotel uh, rooms, pricing there. We'll do like uh, menu items on restaurants. That's one of our most favorite ones to do. So what I'll do is I will describe, I'll say the name of the item, I will describe it. And then Joe and Jen, you guys will say your name, I will call on you, and you will give me a guess of what you think it costs. Um, and then the next per that's a, the second person gets a chance to guess as well. Closest person uh, gets the you know, point or whatever. Um, is so, this closest without going over? No, this is closest period. Okay. Yeah, closest period. It's closest to the pen. Okay, so we're going to start off with the... Um, let's start with the specialty beverage. They got changed, right? In order to be more into Star the Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So they have a specialty beverage called BB-8 Souvenir Stein. A souvenir stein with your choice of beverage. So how much do you think the BB-8 Souvenir Stein costs? Jen. Yeah, go ahead, Jen. Well, hold on. Wait, we both take a guess, right? But you can yeah, go first. She's go, gonna go first. Yeah. Ladies I'm first. I'm going to go $14.99. Okay, Joe? I'm going to go 20 bucks. Okay. Jen was almost dead on with it's fourteen sixty nine. Oh, she said fourteen ninety nine. I was gonna, I was going to say fifteen dollars, but I don't want to be too close to hers and kind of like screw her over, you know. She just said fourteen ninety eight. There's nothing wrong with that. It's cutthroat. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, okay. Oh, okay. Well, now you want to play like that? You got one. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, so let's go to an entree. Uh, we got the Southwest salad with chicken. Okay, uh, mixed greens topped with grilled chicken breasts, crisp wonton, black bean relish, and avocado served with vinaigrette dressing. Go first, Joe. Okay, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say fifteen dollars. Okay. I'm gonna say twelve ninety nine. Like putting that ninety nine in there, huh? It's ten ninety nine. So Jenna oh gets another point. Oh my gosh! Okay, okay. Ten ninety nine. Southwest salad. So you, you're up good. to nothing, right? Uh, let's do. And it a, sounds like a deal. Yeah. Yeah, it is really let's good. Let's do actually. another entree here: the back lot burger. It is Angus beef burger topped with barbecued pork, pepper jack cheese, lettuce, tomato pickles, served with carrot sticks or French fries. This is an entree item. Back lot burger. Go ahead, Jen. Is there bacon on it or no? I wasn't I was listening, it's, but I wasn't. Listening. It was beef burger with barbe barbecued pork, pepper jack cheese, lettuce, tomato, pickles. Let's go twelve ninety nine. Oh gosh, that's unbelievable. That was my guess. Let me think for a minute. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go twelve I'm gonna go twelve ninety eight. Okay. It's thirteen ninety nine, so Jen gets a point. <laughs> okay. Three for three. Let's keep on going. We'll do okay. We'll do five, but we'll keep on going. Okay. Um, okay. So let's go down to the kids' meal. Everyone likes kids' meals, right? Of course, okay. kids' meal. You get the macaroni and cheese. You get the chicken strips. Let's go with chicken strips. I think they're the same all the way around the park, probably. Yeah. So you may have a better chance of getting this right. So chicken strips, two chicken tenders served with Danon Danimals smoothie, which are delicious. Carrot sticks and choices: small low-fat milk or small Dasani water. Okay, I'm, I get to go first because you get okay, to go, go first, ahead, right? Go Last time, is that correct? Yeah. You go first. Or no, did you go first? No, she went first last time. She did go first? Yeah. No, I went first. She went first. She got two right. She went first, and then Listen, I went. Listen, I'm ahead. You can go Okay, ahead I'm going to say nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. Okay, Jen? Oof, $8.99. It is $7.19. Oh, my God. See? <laughs> I told you. This place. You know what? <laughs> go ahead, Jen. You know why? Because you sit down. Because you don't order the food. That's right. Yeah, but I'm always looking. This place, though, has great. Like, you can go here. And yeah. it's it won't break your bank, man. No. And they even have Halloween exclusives, which I don't know if you knew they did that at that restaurant, but they do. And they have a frozen apple cider. Wow. Frozen apple cider topped with green apple boba pearls. Served with a souvenir poison apple glow 
cube. Whoa, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Right. I see. I told you, you that go, whole bunch you go of first, Joe. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say gold. Uh, I'm gonna say fourteen ninety nine. Okay. Hmm. Eleven ninety nine. It is eight ninety nine. What? Really? Ooh. Yeah. Eight ninety nine. Oh, it's non-alcoholic. Probably. But you get like a, a cool cube in there and everything, right? Yeah. A poison apple glow cube. With a, it's a souvenir cut, souvenir poison apple glow cube, an apple boba. That's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. So yeah, it sounds really sweet. Yeah, so this place, you know, not too expensive, has really a lot of cold themed meals there, right? It's treats and drinks, and uh, it's pretty awesome. I really do enjoy going here. Should we do a frozen? We should do a beverage with alcohol. Sure. They do serve alcohol there. Which is, is Joey like, here? I'm just joking. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frozen apple cider featuring crown royal apple. Frozen apple cider featuring crown royal apple topped with green apple boba pearls. They like that boba pearls. That sounds delicious. That's something I would actually drink. I'm not a big, like, like I don't drink beer, so that it sounds delicious. So Trev, the trivia man, said twelve ninety nine. Okay. Steve said fourteen ninety nine. Jen, okay. what do you say? You can go ahead. Mm, I'm gonna say, well, first of all, Trev took my twelve ninety nine. I think that's a little bit too low. I've been wrong. No, all right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 11.99. Oh, wow, really? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go $15. And, uh, price is right, Steve. Okay. What did Steve say? He said 14.99. And what did Trevor say? Trevor said 12.99. Steve wins. It's 14. dollars Oh wow, good. That's wow. Awesome. Cool. Wow, that's like a really good price, isn't it? Yeah. And then they got all these gluten, wheat allergy friendly items, these egg allergy friendly items, these fish selfish allergy friendly items, and milk allergy friendly items. So as this. As this is a good choice to go to at Hollywood Studios, there are a lot of other good restaurants at Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood Studios has a lot of good restaurants, I guess, huh? I'd say all the good places I eat on the left side of the park. I never eat on the right well, side. Well, Brown the park. Derby is a good. It's pretty good. Never People like there. going. I've been there once. It was pretty. It was good, right? That's more fancier. And then you got uh, some places in Toy Story Land, right? Have yeah. you ever eaten at Mama Melrose? No, is it no. good? Yeah, that's. It, I mean, it was. It was pretty good for what it was. It wasn't like anything that I would run back to, but, um, you know, again, a place that has a lot of ambiance. So it, it, it's neat to experience at least once. I did not like the lunch. Was it called in Toy Story Land? The lunchbox. Lunch yeah. I did not like that place. You didn't like it, but we went there. I was there with Jen and her family, and they got like these, this tot thing with tots, and it was it was oh, good. The yeah, they were good. The tachas were good. Yeah, they just. What, what did you get there? I don't remember what I got there, but I remember waiting forever i remember there being no seating anywhere and i remember the food being not that great mm-hmm. so i uh and there's also gonna be a new barbecue place going in over oh, yeah, there too so by mm, Toy Story i think isn't that on hold now it might be probably <laughs> it might be we here at Diz's think backlot express is one of the best places to eat at hollywood studios if you're in a hurry don't want to wait for a table or trying to save some money backlot express is a place for you You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, 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 memories. 
Memories, everybody. Listen to my memories. Okay, so we'll do some memories. So, uh, Alex, do you have any memories? Really? I mean, I was even talking to my wife, and there really isn't too many memories at Backlog Express. Whenever we eat there, usually, I, I remember, I do remember, though, eating there and going to watch uh, the Star Wars training right afterwards. Yeah. Because right next to it. Mm-hmm. So we'll get our food. We'll eat a little bit. If we have a drink or we'll hold it. If we have something else, we'll have it. And if we know the Star Wars training is happening, we'll take our food with us outside and eat, finish eating. Because mm-hmm. that thing is fun to watch. And it only happens like once every what hour and a half or yeah, yeah. two hours. So that's one thing I do remember about that. Backlog Express being located right next to it. Okay. How about you, Jen? You got any memories? So my memory is funny, and I I feel like you were there, um, but I don't remember. And it probably is going to lump in because I feel like this has happened multiple times when we've all been together. But when you guys were saying something about messing up orders, and you know that's why you don't order food. Yeah. I feel like that happened to my family. Yeah. At Backlog Express, and it caused like a terrible like presence at dinner. (laughs) Like I was mad at my husband because (laughs) something got messed up and I'm pretty sure it was there. So, you know, it's funny you say that because I probably was there. I do remember it, but I think they all mixed together because there was so so many of those instances. (laughs) So I can't, I do remember something going on there. We, I guess we've eaten there quite a bit then, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that's pretty funny though. Uh, uh, did that also happen one time? We were going to go see, oh gosh, like the newest Star Wars movie. We were all going to see it at that burger place. Remember that burger place? Oh my gosh. I think something must, something happened there too. That was horrible. We've never been back there since. Oh, really? No. They made like mistakes like twice in a row, right? Or something. Something like that. Yeah. That was a bad, that, I just, I don't know. We've I've never been back to that restaurant. But uh, but that was a fun night though overall because we got to see the new was it the new Star Wars movie I think it was the new Star Wars it movie was, right? yeah. yeah um so my memory uh you know I have so I've eaten there so many times they kind of all mix together so I wouldn't say I have a memory you mm-hmm. know of that yeah. place I kind of mentioned the one memory earlier with the celebrity like we were like oh a celebrity's gonna go there and we were kind of that was kind of cool um but really you know I just love the free refills yeah. <laughs> that's my memories the oh, free refills good. It's yeah. Good. Yeah, especially when you've been walking around, it's like really hot here in Florida. Yeah. You know, not too many of those restaurants uh, uh, at Disney give free refills. Hopefully, they're still giving re- free refills after this whole COVID mess, you know, going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but so. Ever thought about moving closer to the parks? Imagine being able to drive to the park whenever you wanted. If that's the case, then you must use Streamline Mortgage Solutions. Interest rates are the lowest they have ever been, so if you're thinking of refinancing, now is the time. Streamline will let you know over the phone if it's the best decision for you. They have been helping customers with mortgages and refinancing all over Florida for 15 years. Michael and Patty from Windermere, Florida use Streamline Mortgage Solution, and here's what they had to say about the experience. My wife and I couldn't be happier with the service and support we received from Brian and Leanna at Streamline for our recent home purchase. They provided excellent communication throughout their application and approval process of our mortgage, and we would certainly work with them again in the future for our next purchase. Visit StreamlineFlorida.com to get in touch with an experienced Streamline team member who will assist you every step of the way, supplying you with services other companies can't. Contactless services are also available upon request. That's StreamlineFlorida.com, S-T-R-E-A-M, LineFlorida.com. 
and make sure to let them know DizFizz sent you. Niels wants to know. Hey Jen, Joe and Alex, hope you're doing great. This time a short question, which non-US based Disney park would you like to visit if you could get a ticket right now? So that means Tokyo, Hong Kong, Shanghai or Paris. Let's go. That's a good question. I know. You know, you, go ahead, Alex, which one would you rather? I, I would want to go to Tokyo Disney Sea. Okay. I've, I've Really? Everything I've heard about the place, there's multiple sources out there that say Tokyo Disney Sea is the best park in the world. I've heard that before. It is better than every other park. And I've looked at photos. I've watched videos of ride-throughs. There's great rides there. There's interesting scenery. I don't understand why it's called the best park in the world by multiple people who don't just live in the area. They're from all over. And they all say it's the best park in the world. Why they say that, I don't understand from the videos and pictures. Because I've watched like their, their float parade that's in the water. But... I want to go experience and find out what's going on there. Okay. How about you, Jen? Um, Shanghai, hands down. I mean, you watching the ride throughs and everything like that. Every time, you know, we kind of go off on a tangent and we end up watching YouTubes on and the ride throughs with yeah. all of that stuff. Then it's like, okay, we're going to start planning. Let's go. Because <laughs> that place looks amazing. So I would definitely go there. Those are some pretty cool, good answers. They have uh, the pirates, right? Yeah, yeah, Shanghai. So yeah, cool. yeah, it does have the cool. Pirate yeah, the ride. really and well, Tron. I mean, I know we're getting Tron, but yeah, still. What about you, Joe? I think I would want to go to Disneyland Paris. A uh, couple reasons, you know, our buddy Niels. He's, you know, that's like <laughs> his home park. So I'd love to go see Niels. Yeah, uh, it's really cool. You know, Niels. We we talk, you know, a couple times a week, and uh, super super awesome guy. I love to go hang out with Niels and kind of hear what he has to say and have him kind of show me around Disneyland Paris. Plus, in our Discord chat. Uh, Niels has, he kind of did a thing a couple of days ago where he was like, you know, which one's better, you know, like Disney, Walt Disney World, Space Mountain, Walt Disney World, I mean, Walt Disney World, Space Mountain, mm -hmm. Disneyland Paris, Space Mountain. Yeah. Then he did like the castles and he compared Splash Mountains, you know, right? Uh-huh. And I think the castle at Disneyland Paris looks really cool. Yeah. Because it's like built into the side of like a mountain almost, like a hill or something. It's like built. And that's how a lot of castles are. A lot of like real castles are kind of built into the side of something. So I saw that. I was like, you know, that's pretty awesome. I think that uh, I would love to go see that castle. Are they the one who has Maleficent on underneath? Yeah, man. Yeah, also, cool. they have the dragon underneath. That's cool. So I think that's the, Maleficent, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would love to go to Disneyland Paris and kind of check out, you know, Disneyland Paris and uh, say hi to Niels, have him show me around. I mean, I always hear the theming there is amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's mean. that's a good. I I kind of wish you kept it in the Asia area like Jen and I, but. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and hear Niels's answer. For me, this question should be a bit different, as I'm not based in the U.S. but in the Netherlands, the tiny country in Europe that most people just know from Amsterdam. Windmills, tulips, wooden shoes, our famous Gouda cheese, liquorized drugs, and the red light district. <laughs> Disneyland Paris is my home resort, so I won't pick that one. And as I already visited Walt Disney World twice for a 15 days trip each time, I will choose a different park now. Although I would love to visit any other Disney park worldwide, I think I will choose Tokyo first. Just because the Japanese culture seems quite interesting to me, just like the Japanese kitchen. I see lots of great pictures from the Tokyo parks coming by on Instagram, and especially Tokyo Disney Sea looks like an extremely beautiful and unique park to visit. The new Fantasyland extension in Tokyo Disneyland also looks fantastic with its awesome beauty in the beast ride. 
Lots of Western people report that the Oriental Land Company, who owns the Tokyo Disney Resort, runs Disney parks even better than Disney itself, so that's a motivation. Oh, and how do we get there? Maybe we should find a magical lantern. Yeah, Niels, you know, uh, he, I, I've heard that before, too. With the you know, to, Disney doesn't own those, that Tokyo Disney Park, my, right? In Shanghai, I don't my think. My wife was just telling me this because there, there was something she was telling me about, like, I don't know what it was. And she was like, well, Disney doesn't own that. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, no, they don't own that. And I was like, what? Yeah, they don't own it. They don't own Castaway K. They don't own that island, you know? Uh, they I don't know own that, that park. Um, but I've heard that before, saying that they do a better job running the parks over there than they do over here. Which they do a really good job over here, though. So, I mean, yeah. they they run it very efficiently. There's no doubt about it. Jen, have you heard that before? I have heard that before. Uh, so, and in fact, my husband would tell you that he his number one park is um, D- Disney Sea. Like, that's the one he wants to see the most. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was always hoping, obviously now it's not going to happen, but, you know, there was always that rumor that there was going to be building another park here, right? And the rumor was going to be like a villain park. Uh, one of them was like a Disney Sea, kind of like an ocean type park to kind of, you know, go against SeaWorld. And I think that would have been, uh, been awesome. Has life got you down? Tired of working 40 plus hours a week? Ready for a storybook dream vacation? Check out storybookdestinations.com to book your vacation and get special trip reports and insider information. Don't let planning overwhelm you. Let the team at Storybook Destinations make your plans for your next Disney vacation. Check out storybookdestinations.com to plan your next storybook dream vacation now. So, uh, okay, what we did in the world of Disney. So, you know, there's a, a guy I've been talking to on Twitter, and he has a YouTube channel. And it's it's called How's My Living, right? And he kind of goes to the parks and does like, uh, he's like a beginning of vlogger, right? And uh, he actually, we've been talking, he was talking about listening to the show and he was just talking about how much he enjoyed the mm-hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas or the Jack Skellington episode, right? Yeah. And so he wrote here, I'm going to read it. He goes, couldn't tell by, uh, hold on. So for your information, if you were preppy in high school, Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween movie. And if you was, if you were emo, then it was a Christmas movie. I thought it was kind of funny, right? So he messed it. That's me. I was like, dude, that's kind of that's kind of funny. So I told him I was going to go ahead and mention it on the show. <laughs> well, it was a Halloween movie for me, so I guess I was preppy. <laughs> Were you preppy? Um, how about edgy preppy? Is that a is that a thing? I mean, nowadays it is probably. I have no idea. Edgy preppy was you just made up your own thing. Maybe now <laughs> after today you just started something. Okay, uh, and Alex mentioned troublemaker. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> edgy preppy. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we were kind of talking about before the show. What did you say? You were like emo? I was more emo in high school, but I still felt, I thought it was a Halloween movie still. Okay, Alex, how about you? So something you want to share here, right? Yeah, so. So before we get started, I, I was trying to lay off like a lot of the sad things that were going on, you know, right? But I think this is something that really, I mean, there's a lot of people who are affected by this. So go ahead. Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty intense. Um, this morning, I saw that the entire cast of Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, Main Street Citizens at Magic Kingdom, Indiana Jones, Jedi Training, Beauty and the Beast at Hollywood Studios, Finding Nemo Show, and Festival of the Lion King at Animal Kingdom, and 8,800 part-time union workers were laid off as well. 
during these tough times, there are ways to help these cast members who brought happiness and joy to your visits at Walt Disney World. You can donate to the Second Harvest Food Bank in California and Florida. Disney has already made donations to these food banks, sending any food that would have been instead thrown out. So what we're doing, right, is that any new Patreons that come on for the month of November, December, we're going to go ahead and donate the, the money that the Patreons to our show, we're going to donate it to these food banks, right? And I guess you can go to Amazon. Uh, and you can, and there's like wish lists on there, and there's a, there's a cast members pantry uh, on Amazon wish list where people can purchase foods and gift cards for the pantry. You can also visit castmemberpantry.com, which we're gonna be posting on our social media. Trev the trivia man, he uh, made a cool little graphic we're gonna post. You know, so okay. if you're out there, and you don't want to, you don't want to go ahead and you know do the Patreon thing. You can go ahead and go right to the actual website and donate money. You know, we're gonna. Donate uh, some money to the to this cause, you know, and uh, you know uh, it's it's tough times right now. And I think you know I I'm a teacher. I know that you know, a lot of my families are also going through tough times. Uh, and these these workers, I mean, the the festival of the Lion King is a great show, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, they to me it's gonna sound silly, right? But it's almost like family to me because we you know we've seen these people perform. And when you go there and we see, you know, the people singing, you know, one of the great things about Disney is these cast members, they are, they are, they make you feel like they're part of your family, right? So go support them, get food out there to them. You know, uh, they're struggling right now. They have, once again, like you said, you know, they've shown us, you know, they've entertained us. They have, you know, made us happy. Let's go ahead and try to make them happy and give them support and you know, send money their way and so, so they can get food on their table. And uh, hopefully this is temporary. Hopefully, you know, things start getting better soon. Hopefully we're at the t- tail end of this whole thing. And because uh, I'm sure they're going to hire them back right away, you know, because these, these people are talented. Yeah. But when I when I read this, I was like, man, Festival of the Lion King. I was like, that's like one of my favorite shows to go to, you know. And then you talk about the uh, the people over Hollywood Studios. What are they called? The... um. Uh, the Main Street Citizens, those people are hilarious, right? When you're walking through Hollywood Studios and you see them out there performing, they they are so funny, right? You can probably go on YouTube and find, you know, you can find them on um on YouTube so you, so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. Jedi Training Academy. I mean, Nick this did that last year. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones, great. I mean, so I'm guessing they're not even doing that show then. Yeah, I guess I guess all these shows are canceled. Yeah. For now. Which is unfortunate. Finding Nemo show. I mean, that's, that's a great show. That is a great show. That we have um, one of our friends from high school is one of the main performers in that show. And he's been with the company for years. Yeah. Steve just said the hoop to do review cast got laid off. That's terrible. That made me really sad too. Yeah. And just thinking, you know, the, the luau and just so many people who, you know, and the thing is, is that when you work for Disney, there's, you're you're working you're working for the magic because you want to work for the magic you know what i mean like mm-hmm. nobody's nobody's doing this because they think that working for any company any corporation is going to make you um a millionaire yeah, yeah you know people are people who work for disney work there because they love it they love to make people happy they love to share the magic and so you know it's just how 
how distressing is it that, you know, something that you love to do so much, you know, is just put on hold. I mean, so think about for us who, you know, we like to be on the receiving end of it. Those people like to be on the giving end of it every day, making people happy, making memories and, you know, all these memories we talk about every week having to do, especially with rides or, or shows or, you know, anything like that. I mean, the, the cast members are, um, they're the direct reason why we have these, these favorable memories, these memories that bring us to tears. I mean, they're, you know, the memories of your family, they're all because of cast members. And so anything that anybody can do or donate your time, your money, whatever it is, just to kind of help people get through this rough spot is just, I'm sure so greatly appreciated. And, you know, we're going to continue to do everything we can to help support the people who make us happy. It's almost even hard to end the show now. How can you end on a happy note after that, you know? Like Jen said, you know, is that we, these cast members, have given us memories that are going to make us, they're going to live in our hearts for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. That's the His on the Backlot Express. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis. DizHis65.